Welcome to Radio Trivia Podcast Edition. This is your host, Michael T.Y.P. Cole. Finally, finally, finally online. This is episode 40. And what better way to kick things off than with our Japanese correspondent, uh, James Charleston. Charlton? Charlton. 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 That's right. (laughs) Hi, everybody. Yeah, so he's the other James, right? Yes. I'm the other James. Yeah, so uh, so this is your first time on one of our podcasts, right? Yeah, I'm a podcast virgin, as they say. Oh, dear. Well, uh, <laughs> our readers may not be terribly familiar with you, uh, so maybe quick quick self-intro. Well, only I only come out the woodwork when it's like something to do with being translated or like something to do with Japan. Like, at the moment, they might know me because there's lots of TGS things going up. Yes. Um, uh, are you? Do you yeah. have some impressions in the works? I've seen a lot of media. A lot um, of media. Yeah, I'm writing my impressions for the thousands of games that I saw at the show. So. <laughs> well, I apologize. I couldn't join you. It's. It was just too early. I couldn't. I couldn't pull that right, off. Right. Right. So. Uh, but uh, yeah. So look forward to his stuff. And I. I, I don't want this to turn into RFN. But, right. Uh, yeah. We'll avoid uh, that, yeah. Uh, is there any? Is there like one or two, like huge things that you saw that you're really excited about? Um, I'll, off the top of my head, I I really liked Fantasy Star Zero on the DS and Tenchu really? Four on the Wii. Yep, I like those games. They were pretty good. Uh, huh? I, I haven't. I don't know. I own Fantasy Star Online. What is it? Two for GameCube? Dreamcast. Oh, Dreamcast. Okay. I owned it on the Dreamcast. Right. Maybe it was the original. I don't remember which one I owned, but uh. I don't know. I couldn't get into well, it. Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll just say it right now. It was the first time I've ever played a Fantasy Star game. Okay. I, so. I didn't play the, the Mega Drive versions. I didn't play the Dreamcast. didn't play the GameCube ones the first time. Yeah. I, I kind of liked it. It was good. Is it an online game or is it like an offline RPG? It's, it's, on- it's both. They've, they've got like four-player online, like simultaneous. It's really good. Yeah, really smooth for a DS game. Okay. It's great. So, yeah. so it sounds like it's more along the lines of, of like uh, the online and universe yeah, yeah, ones that are definitely. MMO. I don't know. MMORPG isn't the right word for it. Uh, right. Small, online, small party yeah. online game. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's okay. So that's cool. So I'll, I'll look forward to those impressions. So, cool. But we're here for radio trivia, right? Yeah. So... Uh, <laughs> We're here to talk about old games, right? Old, old Older games, games, right? Yeah. <laughs> Things that have have been released yes. already in, in the right. U.S. Now, just because we're in Japan, we're still sticking to things that right. have been released in the United States right That's now. That's right. Yeah. So uh, this is episode 40. Uh, we have five games. Uh, three of them were picked by James, oh. and uh, one was by a reader, uh, oh, cool. and the other one was by me. So. Right. Uh, we should have a pretty fun lineup here, and I'm really happy to have a co-host again. <laughs> so, th- so thank you for for being here for me. <laughs> I think uh, I think I, I felt sorry for you when your the title of the last one was alone. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was true. Yeah, but at least but at least it went up without any errors. On- <laughs> <laughs> I I liked it. I liked it, even though it was just you on your own. It was great. Well, I mean, like RFN, meanwhile, has been running into all sorts of problems with uh, when I was someone deleting their files or <laughs> yeah. or some other. So it's kind of funny. Like, well, you know, if you want a podcast to work, just don't go online. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, I so, hope I don't do that. <laughs> I probably just jinxed this episode. But on with the first game. Let's go. Thank you. 
I see what you did there. You chose a very, a very uh, little-known part of the music of that game. Oh, that's a hint. That's a hint. But this is an easy one, so mm. I'll, I'll let it slide. It's very easy, isn't it? That's going to send me to sleep, that one. <laughs> Only the hardcore figured it out so far. Mm, yeah. The instrumentation is very reminiscent of this game, definitely. It stand, makes it stand out. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So uh, here's, here's the question okay. for you. And I, I, by the way, uh, for the listeners, I've, I've uh, made all the questions. So uh, James doesn't know any of the questions. So we'll see if he gets them. Okay, here we go. Um, Okay, so which four characters have standard attacks when controlled by the computer? Standard attacks. Okay, I think I know what you mean. song yeah I, I tried to choose songs that weren't obviously this game uh especially yeah. since there have been so many other games that have incorporated right. songs yeah. from this game that, that, uh, that was in the wii version as well right is it in the wii version i have not played the uh the battle mode in the wii i mean i yeah. honestly i finally bought the wii version like a week before i left for japan oh, right. uh because i had been hunting for like a month and a half okay. for a copy of the damn thing yeah so um I don't know, but I don't want to yeah. play battle mode on the Wii it's, versions. <laughs> they've got the they've got the the original track, um, like a remixed version of the original track with the original or remixed version of the original song. So it's really okay. it's really good for retro fans. Yeah. Yeah, except it isn't battle mode, right? They don't. It's like with tons of computers. Isn't it team based only? In, in it, it is team based only. That's right. Yeah, yeah. at least four yeah. people, I think. Two. Or uh, four? I think you can yeah, add two. I, I forget now. 
if you could just have teams of one on one, then no one would complain. Right. Uh, I think that it's like massively multiplayer, but only with like, computers. Oh, you can do one on one. I have done one on one. Yeah, you definitely can. You can? Like, yeah. How come everyone complains about it? Is it just that the, uh, they're too big, or I think what is it? Maybe it's because it's. Oh, the thing is, you can't have four people individually. That's the problem. So you can't have like uh, everyone for themselves. It has to be two versus two or three versus one. That's what oh, yeah, that annoyed sucks. people. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this is. I don't think we said what the game game is, but you probably figured it out based on discussion alone. It's uh, Super Mario Kart for the uh, SNES or SNES, as some call it. Do you call it SNES or SNES? I call it the SNES. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That makes sense. Um. So Super Mario Kart, I, I mean, I still love the game. I don't think it'll ever come out on Virtual Console just because mm, yeah. uh, they've already kind of, they're kind of already doing that when whenever they make a new Mario Kart game. They missed the they missed uh, the chance to release it just before the Wii version came yeah, out. Yeah, right? I thought I really thought they were gonna do that, yeah. but I guess they figure well then you're <laughs> that left, would make too much sense. <laughs> yeah, well then then they won't, you won't buy the DS one that has different SNES tracks in it or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You know, yeah. go back and buy the GBA version. Except it has all the SNES tracks. Except the controls are wonky in that game, so <laughs> they're really loose. Yeah. So Super Mario Kart, I, I love this game. I actually have fond memories of playing this during like a New Year's Eve party where yeah. everyone just like took turns playing. So I, I don't know. I, I remember, I don't remember who was saying. Maybe it was Johnny who was saying like the, the battle mode in the Super Nintendo version isn't any good. Someone was saying that. I don't remember who. But who uh, said that? I, Blasphemy. I don't. I know. I I love it. And yeah, it's only two players. But come on. I mean. It was yeah. it was pretty damn good. I I, don't... I I loved it. That's that's all I used to play. But my me and my best friends, that's the only mode that we played. We never did race. It was just battle oh, after really? battle after battle. We came like pros at that game. It was awesome. Oh uh, well, I did both, so I guess I'm more of a, a man about town. <laughs> You're more of a uh, rounded gentleman. Yes. Uh, but, uh, battle mode. Okay, so that was battle mode, the third song. Uh, for those who were wondering, who didn't figure it out, the first song was if you lose uh, yeah. a Grand Prix. I guess that. Uh, what was like the other one? I couldn't uh, get the middle it's a, one. It's, it's the, I think it's Peaches or Princess Toadstool's victory music. Oh, right. So right. Each I've, character nev- I've had never its heard own it like, just singled out like that without any background music to mm. it. So, okay, I get it. So the question, right? Question: There were uh, four characters that have standard attacks okay. when they're controlled by the computer. If you remember, like there are some characters that just do bizarre things, like crap uh, egg or uh, you know. <laughs> what is that? Or about? have the I, I don't know, but they, they the con- computer characters could do magical things in, in the yeah. first game. Yeah, I mean, people complain that like in the most recent version that the computers cheat. Even in the original version, they cheated like bastards, yeah. basically. But you could still lap people. I mean, they cheated, but only in certain ways. Um, I haven't played enough of 150cc in the Wii game to, to see the cheating happen. Oh, it's, I didn't it's care. evil. Yeah, I mean, I've unlocked the, the courses, that's it. And, you know, hopefully I'll have someone to play it with eventually. You know? So, uh, so yeah, so what are the four characters, you know? Do you remember? Well, Mario and Luigi, they had invincibility, right? And that's a right. standard attack. Yes. Well, they had different music, but... Yes. And they could just turn that on whenever they felt like it. Right? Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, they turned it on when, 
when they fell down. <laughs> just usually, usually just as if when you're coming up behind them, they you, they would just turn it on and you would just yeah. run straight into them. Yeah. And the other ones, I think Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong Junior. Didn't they have bananas? Ooh, there was no Donkey Kong in this game. Just DK Junior. Just DK Junior. Okay, so DK yeah, Junior. That's one. So I've got three. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There's one more. So. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say Cooper Trooper had green shells. He had green shells that he crapped, and you can crap green shells uh, in the SNES game. So that's a standard attack, and so yes, those are all four. Yes. Uh, you you almost get the what point. Do, what do I win? Uh, a point. <laughs> yes. Okay. So. Uh, <laughs> and what do points mean? <laughs> nothing in this game. Uh, they're vis- no they're, prizes. They're vestigial. No. <laughs> points are vestigial. Yeah. From way back in the, in, in the live version. So uh, <laughs> let's, let's move on to the second game. Cool. That was the first song. Mm, very I, spooky. Spooky indeed. <laughs> hey, that fits I, I, in perfectly. It's almost Halloween, kind of. <laughs> uh, yeah, except I probably, well, yeah, it'll be pretty close by the time I guess I'm done editing. A couple of weeks away. Yeah. Yeah. Way to kind of justify my song choice. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. We all planned this. We planned this all out, right? Yeah. 
So that was the second song. I, I don't think I've chosen the most obvious songs once again. Uh, yeah, that there's was kind of was a tra- there's a kind of a trade off. It's kind of a trade off between making it painfully obvious and and yeah. uh, if and there's something that would describe that music, it would be plinky plunky. Plinky plunky. Yeah. Well, here, here's a plinky plunky question then. Awesome. What what feature in this game was partially implemented then scrapped? Ooh. Good question. Plinky plunky, I like it. Plinky plunky, huh? So, is that what people generally use to describe the music in this game? Is that well, kind of a I comment? think I think it's yeah, it's a compliment. I think the company that the developer that makes these games, uh, I think their music in general is rather plinky plunky. Uh, yeah, I mean the the, the instrumentation. Uh, I mean, we can give away what the game is now. I mean, this is Banjo Kazooie. Um, and the through the entire N64 era, their their instrumentation was very distinctively rare. Right. Uh, I mean, e- even like when you listen to like Perfect Dark or or Goldeneye, you, you still hear those aspects that make it rare. The same way you hear them in Banjo Kazooie. That's so, right. Yeah. Um, even even if you go back to the earlier games, I mean, there's definitely something you can correlate between all of their games that they've done. I just I like most of their music that they've done. It's pretty awesome. 
Well, I mean, obviously, this is like a fan favorite. Banjo Kazooie was is probably one of the most popular rare games. Yeah. Um, especially if you're only counting like ones that are uniquely rare, not like Donkey Kong. Right. Um, so, uh, is Banjo Kazooie out on the Xbox? I think arcade it's, now? it's either out or um, will be out very soon. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, I I didn't own Banjo Kazooie. I own the sequel, but I played really? the original. <laughs> I'm the opposite. <laughs> well, you, then you did it the right way. I mean, I played I played through Banjo Kazooie, but it, it's a little absurd, and it, it just isn't as tightly designed. I mean, they went for Wild Factor some instead of clever yeah. design. Well, and, uh, I read I read the reviews about it, and they said that the frame rate the frame rate was so like sluggish. I mean, it made like some parts of it unplayable. It was so slow. Is that true? I mean, the frame rate did die. I certainly could play it. I, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I didn't have as discerning an eye for that stuff when I played it. <laughs> right. So um, yeah. I was able to play it, so it couldn't have been too bad. Yeah. Um, but Well, that I, wasn't my reason for not buying it. My reason was, quite simply, I didn't have enough money at the time to buy it. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Okay, well, that's a good reason not to buy it then. Yeah. Well, at the time, that those those games were like sixty pounds in the mm. UK, which is like that's a lot of money. The, that's yeah. like one hundred and twenty dollars, right? Yeah, I don't know what the exchange rate was back then. Which yeah. Is now, but must be about that, and that was a yeah. lot of money for me back then. So I had to choose my games very carefully. So. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, but I I played it with my friends. It's kind of funny. People always say that like Donkey Kong is like a wannabe Banjo Kazooie, and, and it's true. I think the Donkey Kong 64 right, is a wannabe. Right. Uh, yeah. I played Donkey Kong 64 first. I enjoyed it, yeah. and then I then I borrowed Banjo Kazooie from a friend of mine. Yeah, and I really loved that. And I'm like, yeah, Donkey Kong 64 is kind of meh. You're right. <laughs> yeah, but, but I'm, it's I'm like glad a I played it in that order, isn't it? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of glad I played it in that order. That way, I was able to enjoy both. Um, yeah. I mean, Banjo Kazooie had you collecting all sorts of crap, but then Donkey Kong was, 64, like it was basically just taking the piss, basically. Yeah, they <laughs> they added more unnecessary things. I, mean, I think what the, yeah. the killer was that you're basically doing the same thing with five different characters, so that you can collect all of the bananas. Right. You know, yeah. and that's going that was going overkill. Collect um, collect twelve and a half green bananas. Like right, that. and then come back and then grab the one red banana with Diddy. Right. Oh. I still did it. I still did it. All oh, so, 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 same here. Same here. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. We were desperate with the Mario 64. We, <laughs> sure. we, we played it. I, mean, I played Mario 64 eight times, probably. Right. So. <laughs> I I played through Banjo Kazooie, I think about three times. I think I used every save slot on the game to like wow. do it again. Yeah. I mean, Banjo Kazooie is a pretty big game. I mean, it is. The sequel is huge, but Banjo Kazooie is still pretty big. Yeah. Um, Which leads us on nicely to the question. Uh, yes, the sequel. Uh, so well, the question is, which feature in this game was partially implemented then scrapped? And what was the name of that feature? Do you remember? I do. It was called uh, Stop and Swap. Not yes. and swap, stop and swap. Yeah, swap, stop and swap, kind of like right. uh, in and out or something. Um, <laughs> right. So, so, from what I know, it was scrapped because of changes to the N64 hardware. It was supposed to be like, there was a point in the game where you could swap the cartridges, but the time 
allowed in one version of the N64 hardware was like several seconds. It gave you enough time to do it. But in the revised hardware, that was vastly reduced. So you had like literally like two seconds to swap the cartridges. So you'd, you'd have to be something like, you know, some kind of superhero to do it. Yeah, I, I mean, to some extent I have to blame Rare for attempting to basically yeah. exploit a... It's like it's a hack. I mean, that's like the definition of a hack. I mean, <laughs> right. You're exploiting the fact that I think, you know, the RAM stays good, you know, when you turn the power off, the the RAM, whatever, due to some sort of, I don't know, battery or whatever, yeah. it has charged for three or four seconds, and you're going to take advantage of that to, to swap. And it's that, just bizarre if you think about it's it. Bizarre. I mean, I mean, I mean how, it's how it's very clever think? of them. Yeah. yeah, it's very clever of them, but... I don't know. I... I mean, when I when I finished Banjo Kazooie the first time, when I did, I think to get that ending, to give you the ending about the hint towards the sequel, I think you had to do everything to get that yeah. special ending. I, is that is that right? I, can't I don't know. I, I don't know if I, I think that was the case. Or not when I borrowed it. I think if you just completed it normally, you didn't get the the kind of the the teaser for Banjo Kazooie. Yeah. Um, but in the ending, it, it mentioned that, and when I first heard it, I was like. How is this going to work? I mean, is there going to be some kind of cable? Like, how could it ever work? And because I don't know if you know, but in the ending, it actually shows you several, like, secret areas in Banjo-Kazooie. Right, Kazooie. yeah, like the ice key and yeah, so on and so forth. And for people who've you've just completed the game and you've, you've seen every inch of every level, and to see these parts of the level that you've, you can't access, I mean, it's like, I need, I need to get this. So it's a good incentive to buy the sequel, right? But it still didn't hook up with the sequel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but so, so they didn't so work. They knew the, so. so, so when they made the original, they they had fully intended for the, the stop yeah. and swap, or did in, they? They did. Yeah, I mean, in the ending to Banjo Kazooie, um, they say the sequel will be called Banjo Tooie. It actually mentions the title of the sequel in the original game. Right, but I'm I'm saying when you were when you were supposed to do the stop and swap was the idea that you would mm-hmm. initiate in Banjo Tooie. Yeah, you would initiate that, it in Banjo Tooie right, yeah. and then go back. Okay, so in the original they fully intended it, but by the time Banjo Tooie came out, they knew that due to changes in hardware they couldn't do it anymore. That's right. Yeah, I, okay. I, I'm not sure if they had a backup, like if there was like an extra long code that you could put in to access it just in case there it is. didn't work. I there, think there, there is. Right? There, there are extra long codes to get that kind of stuff, but it's, it's still it's not as clever. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, what I don't understand is why didn't, why didn't they just do something with like the external memory card, which was underused? <laughs> yeah, that is weird. Uh, why not just save your save game to a memory card and then swap it over? Yeah, I, don't, yeah, I, I can't imagine weird. that they uh, would have had whatever too much... You know, too much room for, or too much information to fit on that little yeah. memory card. We'll uh, never know why they didn't do that. They thought they were being clever, and it backfired on them. Yeah, but now lucky Xbox 360 owners, they can finally do all that, right? I don't know. I I've heard something about that with the new one. I don't know if they have the the swap for uh, for Banjo Tooie and Banjo. I heard I, I heard know. that they are doing what they should have done with the N64 and that it it accesses your save game and it says you have completed Banjo-Kazooie so we'll give you this in Banjo-Tooie. I think that's what they're going to do. Well, do you do, I mean, that's, then that's that's all hyped up. There are other games that have done that, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like, I got the Olimar trophy and 
Smash Brothers Melee because yeah. I had played, you know, Pikmin. So I mean, uh, <laughs> I'm ashamed it's to admit I, I bought Pikmin for that very reason. <laughs> wow. But, yep, that's how much of a Smash Brothers Melee fanboy I am. Wow. I mean, Pikmin's a good game. It was a, it was worth doing, but <laughs> I have to. I don't admit, th- I, I don't think reason. I don't think Nintendo had intended for that trophy to be like something to help drive you to buy it. <laughs> well, it did for me. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, good for you. Don't tell. So let's move on to the, let's move on to the third game, which was selected by a, a listener that didn't give me their name. So thank you, mysterious listener. Yes. It is a pretty song. Yeah. So let's move on to the second game. Er, der, the second song from the third <laughs> game. Sorry. Let's go. Thank you. 
Wow, that's epic. Epic, eh? Uh, I don't know if I'd call that epic, but it, it's certainly like sinister. How about haunting? How's that? Ha- haunting, yes. Ooh, happy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> We've had it all de- planned out in advance. <laughs> it's definitely the Halloween episode now. That's it, confirmed. All right. <laughs> so here, here's a question. To, to It's also like a hint. So okay. here we go. Uh, what is the evil organization in this game named? Evil organization. Evil? Evil. Dr. Evil? Very cheerful. I figured we'd get a contrast in this game. <laughs> I, I, I have to admit, I almost started laughing when that that last song came up. Intentional. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting I was, I was another gonna... moody, like haunting song, and then this came up. I thought it was like Super Mario Galaxy or something. Uh, well, no, it's even too happy for Super Mario Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> so, too. so, so before I give away the game, I do want to discuss like. The songs. Um, okay. I, I think like the first two actually like remind me a lot of like a Dragon Quest game. Okay. Um, uh, actually, and... I, I thought the first song reminded me of an Ocarina of Time track. Um, I forgot which one it is. Um, really? the, yeah, the melody was very very similar. Well, I didn't notice that, but the third one reminded me of. I, I don't know if any of our listeners are actually going to get this, but. Uh, uh, for the original, uh, for the Dreamcast, uh, Sonic Adventure One, uh, there was some downloadable content. Uh, can't, I don't know if you could find it anywhere anymore. But uh, there was some downloadable content where you could save some stuff onto the VMU. And one of the things you could do was download this like little expansion, where uh, I think it's like Happy New Year 2000. Oh um, yeah. And uh, in a place like uh, Rings, in a few different areas in the game. And if you ran through it, 
the music would change to this like really happy uh, song that's taken from uh, Sonic CD. It may have only been like the Japanese version of Sonic CD, but um, and it sounds a lot like the third song, right? or the third song sounds a lot like it. Maybe is is the correct way to put it. They just had the same kind of feel, and uh, <laughs> I don't know if any of our listeners actually own a Dreamcast. And, did that. I think was the Dreamcast the first console to do like time specific events in games? Uh, well, this wasn't a time specific event. This was a downloadable content that they released around okay. New Year. But, and once you had it in your VMU, then it was wasn't. But there, matter there when. definitely was some things like that, right, on the Dreamcast because it had an internal clock. Yeah, I, is, I think there were. I, I'm not sure yeah. if a lot of games made use of it. Like nowadays, it's pretty common to see uh, in-game clock. You know, do things. You know, right. Animal Crossing, yeah. checking, making sure you didn't rewind the time, and and that kind of stuff. Yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, Dreamcast was the first system with any sort of online connectivity built in, right? Yeah. So uh, Sega had some good ideas. They just couldn't couldn't keep it up, yeah. fall through. It's a so, shame. Uh, so uh, this game is. Uh, Pokemon XD, Gale of Darkness. Uh, and I think we used Pokemon Coliseum several episodes ago. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of fascinated by these second or, or third tier Nintendo titles that are generally perceived as being kind of lackluster that have like really good soundtracks. I mean, there's yeah, Pokemon Coliseum awesome. and Gale of, Darkness, Gale of Darkness here. And I know that also, like, Star Fox Armada had really awesome soundtrack. Um, yeah, shame about the rest of the game, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So so I'm just like, like, well, how come these bad games have really good soundtracks? And then, you know, these really good games, not that they have bad soundtracks, but they didn't go for this, you know, orchestra or, or high-quality pre-recorded synth sound. Yeah, like, um, the... like Twilight Princess, for example. All right, Twilight Princess... Uh, like no, they didn't, did they? They, they didn't. They they, no, they didn't do orchestration. That was all like MIDI kind of music, right? Right. Yeah, and they kind of fooled us because in the preview they had one or two songs that were. They lied. So, like basically. Yeah, they lied. I don't understand. I guess Koji Kondo was sort of against it, so they didn't. And eventually, someone talked him into yeah. to give head nodding for Super Mario Galaxy, and it was awesome. He's, he's all for um, the interactive music experience, isn't he? Except he, he lost touch of when they figured out how to do interactive music with pre-recorded music. Oh, he wasn't listening yeah. when they invented you, that. Yeah, I wasn't listening when they invented that. No, he so. had his fingers in his ears going, la, la, yeah. la, la, la. Yeah, well, I mean, that's kind of Nintendo culture to kind of <laughs> not pay too much attention to what other people are doing. God forbid they use a hard drive or, you know, have an integrated online experience. Um, but... I mean that comes up. That's you know it's both a good and a bad thing. We, we complain about it, but that's kind of why they came up with the Wii in the first place, you know, because they were doing their own thing. So it, it kind of works both ways. It's just part of their culture. Actually, that, um, that's a good uh, trivia question. Actually, which was the first um, Koji Kondo uh, music to have interactive, like an interactive soundtrack? Uh, Do you know? <laughs> My guess would be Super Mario World, right. because when you jump on Yoshi, that's the, the one. Start yeah. playing. Dun 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 dun. That kind of thing. Kind of yes, kicked yes. in. Yeah. Right, because I didn't think they could do that on the. They didn't have enough tracks to be able to do that on the NES. Uh, 
this. So. Okay, so Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness is is the sequel to Pokemon Coliseum, which is in turn basically Pokemon Stadium. Uh, <laughs> but they had like a yeah. they had online, uh, not online. They had a, an adventure mode, which did seems you, like it was. Did you ride around on a, like a hover motorbike kind of thing? I have no idea. I didn't play it. I've never played um, it. I've seen some screens of it. Yeah. Uh, I, and I, I mean, I like the idea of having that, but the problem is the structure of the game, I guess, is very linear, and it it doesn't feel like a Pokemon game, is my understanding. So all these console games, even if they have single-player adventures, they're, they're not genuine Pokemon experiences. Right. Well, so the, the things people, that the fans, the fans want are like a huge like open-world 3D RPG where you go around collecting Pokemon... You know, just like in the cartoon or whatever, and yeah, well, that's what they I still haven't made that, right? Gale they, of Darkness realized, isn't that game, right? No, no, they they realize that either they, I guess they don't need to is what they realize. Right. Uh, they're they're just still sticking with the handheld because it would be a lot of a lot of money and time and effort to do this massive online uh, experience that people want. I mean, that's what I want, but they just aren't interested. Nintendo doesn't see the yeah. profit margin. Well, that would get me back into Pokemon. I haven't played it. Uh, I haven't agreed. owned a Pokemon game since uh, Pokemon Blue on the original wow. Game Boy. Oh, I, I went as far as Gold and Silver. I owned, I think, Silver. Um, I took I, I took a look at that and I was like, isn't that the same game? <laughs> and yeah. then you can you can repeat that conversation for the past, like, you know, ten years or whatever. Yeah, but the <laughs> thing is, I played Pokemon just for, like, the RPG elements. I didn't. It was weird. I, I don't know why, but I played it for like the story, which is stupid. I know because the story isn't all that good. But I was pretty new to RPGs at that point, so I didn't know any better. Um, so I never did to collect everything. I just sort of played through it. When I reached "quote unquote" the end, that was it. I stopped. Yeah, it's kind of the same with me. I did a few like battling with my friends, but not too much. Not too hardcore. I'm not sure I battled once against my friends. Oh, it's I don't fun. know if I knew. I don't know if I knew anyone else who owned a Game Boy at that time. So yeah, it was a, it was a hard. Um, it was a time when you know you had to have two copies of the game. You had to have a wire and two Game Boys. I mean, nowadays you just got like two DSs, download, play, boom, there you're playing. But you, you couldn't do that back then, right? Right. Right. So it's more difficult. Well, so one one day they'll announce an actual console Pokemon game. Uh, that is decent, but perhaps not this generation. And it won't be online. <laughs> I can guarantee that. Yeah, if Mario Party isn't online yet, then certainly the Pokemon game won't be online. Right. Uh, damn. <laughs> right then. Okay. Fourth game? I suppose we should we should move on. Yeah. Oh wait, wait, we didn't answer the uh, oh. trivia question. Oh right, the the evil the, organization. Evil organization. Um. I have no idea. Was it called yeah. Darkness as like, you know, like an abbreviation of something? D dot A dot R, etc. <laughs> no, and it no. wasn't like mad either. It was Cypher. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, they're using encryption. Ooh. <laughs> Halloween! Happy Halloween! So close I was.
we got to get a little 8-bit in here. Yeah, that's very 8-bit. It's very fast as well. Getting like faster and faster songs here. Uh, <laughs> the next song is just going to be like beep. <laughs> uh, these are inadvertent themes, I guess. Uh, you know, convenient themes that you're seeing, seeing patterns that I have not seen. Okay. Um, well, I have no idea so far. <laughs> okay, so you got a question here. Okay. Question here. Might help. This version of the game introduced what new gameplay feature? Okay. Not not much of a hint. <laughs> that didn't help at all. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Is that it? That's it. That was short. <laughs> that was short. <laughs> <laughs> Right then. Okay, so I have no idea whatsoever. So um, this is a Konami game, okay. and it went by the name uh, Rush and Attack. Yes, be that Pesutin again. Uh, <laughs> I think you should call this episode episode like Halloween mm, something. <laughs> but that would be a hint towards what the games are. <laughs> uh, I'll consider it. Okay. <laughs> Uh, that's the unofficial title, though, yes. Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, are you going to give us the answer? Oh, yeah, right, right. It's a Konami <laughs> game by the name of Russian Attack. Russian Attack, okay. Not Russian and, uh, Attack. That's different, right? Oh, well, it's a play on the term Russian Attack. Oh, okay. Does it have communist-like symbols on the front? I don't know. <laughs> I hope it does. But, uh... The the idea is you're like infiltrating like a Soviet base, I think. Oh, okay. Uh, Be, and, beat uh, those uh, commie Nazis again. <laughs> Perhaps I, I think it went Nazis. by a different name. I think it went by the name Green Beret in, in Europe. Oh, okay. Um, 
Right. So it's an NES title, and uh, it's interesting. I was reading about this, and uh, it's kind of your standard action-y side-scroller, you know, get to the, from the beginning to the end. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if it's anything like Bionic Commando or not, but but uh, it was originally an arcade game, and right. uh, in the arcade game, guys were just constantly going at you, and you're supposed to kill them with your knife or get an upgrade for a machine gun just get to the end in the nes one i think that it was a little less random where the guys spawn okay so if you actually rushed you'd wind up getting lots of guys on the screen because you know they appear uh, based on you know if you scroll to that spot to the right right um and then then it would slow down to us to a halt almost (laughs) probably probably goes without saying but uh the nes version actually had like better music uh, the, I guess the arcade game just sort of had military drum beats or whatever, and this game had full music, yeah. and it also had co-op. The NES version included, included cool. two-player simultaneous play. So this is kind of one of those interesting situations where the conversion to the console is in a lot of ways better. Yeah, uh, it was the same with Bionic Commando, right? Maybe I don't I don't know. I never played Bionic Commando, so I can't. Apparently, apparently it would, the NES version was superior to the arcade. Hmm. Yeah. So, this was ported by uh, some other company to lots of other systems, but Konami did the conversion from arcade to uh, NES. So, I guess it's nice. the best version out there. So this was your choice, right? This was my choice. I never played it, but I heard the music. <laughs> okay. I do that on occasion. I just choose kind of a random game that like, ah, I need some 8-bit, let's choose something. So. You close your eyes know. and you type something into no. Google. No, no, I do not do that. <laughs> I make sure it's something that at least sounds interesting, even if I don't haven't played the game. So we have one more game here for you. This one was also chosen by James, so... Ooh, I uh, hope I get it. <laughs> Sleep yet? Um, no, that was another haunting track. Q. 
cue demonic laughter from TYP. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, Waluigi. Yeah. No, it's Wario. Oh, right. Waluigi's more like this. <laughs> Where's your children? That kind of thing, right? Where's your child? I don't think Wario says, where are your children? <laughs> I think that I was don't... his catchphrase in uh, Mario Tennis, actually, yeah. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I joke, I joke. I kid because I love. <laughs> yeah, okay. I I know what this game is already. <laughs> and uh, the answer is Luigi's Mansion. No. Right? <laughs> no. We got one more song, too. Okay. So, here's your question. Okay. Which three systems are associated with this game? Hmm.
this holiday season, Sylvester Stallone is the atomizer. Huh? That's all I could. That's all I could think about when I was listening to that music. It sounded like a trailer. <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't know. The, the the trumpets really reminded me of this game. The little yeah. The absurdly fast little trumpets. I think that's near um, the end of the game, right? I think. It's like a I don't, countdown kind of situation. Well, there are several countdown situations like that, like when you're on the train, and uh, this one might be near the end. I don't. I only rented the game, played through it once. So, uh, which game is this? Um, I think it is Resident Evil Zero. It is. It's Resident yes. Evil Zero. The hyped-up game that everyone seems to think is bad in hindsight. I don't. I don't, under- I don't understand that. I really, really liked it. Yeah, I mean, I played through it. I enjoyed it, but I, I mean, I only only played the original Resident Evil on GameCube and and Resident Evil Zero. So, mm-hmm. I mean, people who had been playing it for longer maybe felt there wasn't enough in it that was new, or I don't know. Yeah, I liked I the know. kind of the dual character thing. Mm-hmm. That was pretty yep. cool. Yep. Okay. And, uh, so the question was again. Which three systems are associated with this game? So you mean like video game console systems? Yeah, yeah, console systems, yeah. Ah, wow, that's 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 tough actually. Um, well, the GameCube, right? Right, that's one. Three video game systems, right? Uh, that's why I chose this question. Oh, it's interesting. It's is it. It's going to be on the Wii, right? They, they announced that they're going to do a remake on the Wii. I thought it was already out in Japan. Um, not quite. Almost. So yeah. that leaves one more, right? Right. Um, I didn't think it was out on any other systems. Ah, uh, so you don't know the history of this game well enough. Resident Evil Zero was originally going to be on the N64. Oh, I did know it, that. It was on the N64. So I remember. Uh, the way I the way I phrase the question, the answer is the N64, GameCube, and Wii. So this is a bizarro uh, yeah. game that's going on that was at one point uh, in development for N64, GameCube, and Wii. I, I guess it's a little bit like Too Human, except yeah, uh, it actually got released on the GameCube. Yeah, I remember uh, that this was going to be like the Nintendo version of Resident Evil, but we yeah. we ended up getting. The original Resident Evil first, right? And then yes. Resident Evil Zero. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> yeah, so fun facts. Uh, so Resident Evil Zero, this one had uh, both Rebecca and uh, Billy Cohen. And you switched between the two. Is that... Right. This was also the one where you could you could put down items anywhere, which sounded sounds like a neat idea, except then you have to backtrack there if you want to pick it up. <laughs> right. Yeah. As opposed to just opening up a box anywhere. Uh, so yeah, it was so kind of a weird trade-off. It made it more realistic, but mm, slightly more annoying. Yeah. yeah. Especially since then you have to like stand next to it to you know pick up items, and sometimes the camera angles made it really difficult to do right. that. Yeah. So. you got loads of flashing things everywhere, right? On the screen. <laughs> yes. Everything flashes, including the herbs, which is quite bizarre. The what? The herbs. The herbs. Oh, the herbs. The herbs, yes. The, the herbs, herbs, as you would herbs, call it, herbs, yeah. Herbs. 
Um, yeah, and also this this was the first game to prove that you didn't really need the loading screens where the door opened because um, all the Resident Evil games before that they had the door like the slow door opening sequence because right. that was when it was loading in the next room, and they even did that in the GameCube version. So you know everyone thought the GameCube wasn't. No, no. no. I- I think you could push A to skip that stuff. Couldn't you, you couldn't. You couldn't do that in the original one, but in this really? one, I think you could do that. And also, you, when you switched characters, it was instantaneous, even if they were in different rooms. So it kind of proved that you didn't need that door loading sequence. Yeah, well, I think that it, the well, I think the full story is that they originally did it on the N sixty four because faster load times. Right, and they kind of. Had, Force themselves to come up with another way to get those fast load times, uh, using better programming, uh, because they brought they brought it out on the GameCube. Yeah, I mean so, it was pretty much instantaneous, right? You, I think you just yeah. hit X and then it just went straight to the other character. Yeah, there wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't like freeze for ten seconds or anything. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was it was quite impressive, and the graphics were pretty stunning. I thought. Sure, I mean it was pre-rendered background, but yeah, they had nice. I mean they. Nice effects, nice characters. Yeah, yeah, they definitely made use of the porous power to, to render characters well. Yeah. Um, but of course, Resident Evil 4 looks fantastic as well. And uh, Oh yeah, awesome game. So, yeah. Did you get the Wii version? No, I own the GameCube version. I didn't feel yeah, the need to... Me too. Although I, I, I brought the GameCube version with me, so I may play through it again at some point uh, here in Okinawa, so... Yeah, um, it's a great game. So did you did you did you see uh, Resident Evil Five at Tokyo Game Show at all? I did, but the the queue for to play the game was like <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, it was like two hours long, and that was on the the media days. So I, <laughs> I couldn't imagine what the public days must be like. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I like Resident Evil. Uh, Res- I like Resident Evil, but not that much. <laughs> Yeah, that's 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 a real commitment there. That's a commitment. Yeah, I think if I brought a sleeping bag with me, I might have done it. Mm, wow. So obviously, Resident Evil Five is is highly anticipated. Yeah. And uh, maybe I'll be able to play it if I can get my PS3 over here. But uh, until then, this was definitely the Halloween episode, even though it was not. <laughs> it I swear to God, to it was right? not. It was not planned to be the Halloween episode, but. But uh, heck, we even had two songs that were from cathedral settings because the banjo kazooie song was actually no wait. It, it was, was the like cathedral? the the it was like a graveyard esque level, right? Yeah, yeah, it was like the horror mansion and graveyard. Yeah, something like that level. So I... yes, yes, the name of the first song I played for banjo kazooie was inside the church. So oh, okay, so. All sorts of running themes here. Yeah, I'm um, guessing that was inside a church then. I, I so. <laughs> so thank you for co-hosting. I thank really you. appreciate it. And uh, please come on again sometime. Um, I look forward probably, to it. Uh, well, considering we're the only two guys in the same time zone. Yes. It's tempting to do. <laughs> it is hard. But, uh, I'm going to try and, and try and go on and... Radio Free Nintendo. Um, it's going to be uh, a challenge with the time differences because <laughs> we've got like four time zones to think about. 
Right. We got we got Greg back in the UK. Right. We've got we've got uh, Johnny on Colorado time, Mountain time. Um, and I don't. I guess was it James is on the East Coast. I thought it was Eastern and Pacific. Johnny's not Pacific. He's not Johnny, Pacific. Johnny's Johnny's Mountain time. Oh, okay. Well, it's a, almost Pacific. Okay. It's one hour difference. He told me Pacific. So. <laughs> okay. And then, obviously, me in Japan time. All right. But, uh, yeah. So, I hope we can work it out. Uh, you, I don't know. Hopefully they can change when they usually record to accommodate you, too. But, uh... Yeah. So, anyway, look this, forward to that. This is an awkward ending. Awkward ending. Please do send in your requests. Uh... Some of them I can't always honor, but please do send them in. Um, and also note that I try to use different people each week so that I don't have the same person's requests every week. Right. So I really do appreciate other requests because I hate having the same person twice in a row. And also, if you do send a request in, try putting your name on the email. <laughs> well, that's optional. If you don't want your name, that's fine. Um, but if you do want oh, your name or your username... Uh, be mentioned on on the podcast do do enter it somewhere excuse me somewhere in your email and uh actually it's not email it's a form you fill out on our website so right. just go to uh our podcast episode page and there should be a link send it my way uh is the text that's usually linked uh click on that and fill out the form okay should we end with some halloween type impressions uh, happy Halloween. Uh, I want to bite your neck. <laughs> Sorry, I watched, watched Young Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> Igor. It's pronounced Igor. <laughs> That's a classic. All right, goodbye, everyone. See ya. Super Mario Kart is copyright 1992 Nintendo. Banjo-Kazooie is copyright 1998 Rare. Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness is copyright 2005 Nintendo Creatures Game Freak. Russian Attack is copyright 1987 Konami. Resident Evil Zero is copyright 2002 Capcom.